We're back again, Weapons of War podcast. Your host, Gabe. We have an in studio guest, Miss Colette Connor, the author of Been There, Done That Keeping Your Sanity While Single Parenting. And unfortunately, we live in a country and a society nowadays where both parents in the home is not a thing that's just normal. While there are some people out there who have the liberty of being with their mother and their father, most of the homes in America today only are parented by one parent by one parent. And unfortunately, not saying unfortunately, like women can't raise kids, but unfortunately, coming from a male standpoint, that that one parent is the mother. So if you have anything you'd like to say before we jump into this good old talk on single parenting, you want to introduce yourself further? Hi, um, my name is Colette Connor. I am the author of Been There, Done That, Keep Your Sanity While Single Parenting. Um, and uh, it's a subject that's dear to my heart because I have been a single parent. I'm a parent of three young men, which are grown now. That's when I say I've been there and done that. Um, so um, as uh, Gabe said that, you know, we live in a society now where a lot of the households are being, you know, and it's trending, you know, looks like the trend is going up, is being led by uh, mothers in the home. And so we just want to um, talk about that today and, you know, shed some light on uh, single parenting. All right. And like I said, I grew up in a single parent home, so I'm the product of it. And just speaking from the aspect of being a male, it is a bit difficult growing up in a household as a male being raised by females because as great as my mother is or was because she's passed, she's not a man. So there are certain things that she couldn't place in me that I realized in my later life that, man, I was devoid of some things. How was it from the aspect of being that parent? You're a woman, but you said you have male children. How? What were some difficulties with saying, hey, man, God, I'm I'm a woman and I have to raise men. How, how is that? Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, thank God for single mothers. You know, I know sometimes uh, they get a bad rap, but, you know, someone has to do the work. And so I try to inspire and empower and encourage single parents uh, and especially single moms. Um, because most of them are, you know, leading the single parent homes. And so I encourage them and I try um, my um, plight or my purpose is to actually get people to look at it in a different way. Because, you know, what's that saying? It is what it is. If you find yourself in a situation, there are many situations where you can find yourself the single parent, whether it's one, you know, passed away or, you know, or something else happened. Uh, you can find yourself there. And so... Um, Getting back to the question that you answered about, you know, the male and the male perspective um, growing up, what I would say is that, you know, around Mother's Day, we always hear people go, you go to social media and you have people say, well, you know, it's fa or Father's Day. They would say, you have a mother say, well, uh, happy Father's Day to me, you know, mm -hmm. and I get what they're saying. I get what they're trying to say that they're doing a lot of the work that the father should be doing. But since the father is absent, you know. They feel like, hey, I'm the father, but you, let me tell you something. I've been there and done that. And you could never, as a mother, replace a father. 
The father is so needed in the home. And just like you said, Gabe, that you found out that some things you were just devoid of. And that's the th- same thing that, that as wonderful, you know, people may look at my, you know, children and say, oh, well, they're, you know, accomplishing this and that. And that's great. But I know being a mother, there are things that were devoided, you know, that only God can come around and um, actually give that to them either through another man or through a male figure, you know, things like that. And yeah, there are things that if the father is not in the home, there are things that you're devoid of, you know, until, you know, someone else come along and actually teach you or give you that experience and things like that. Yeah, I agree. Speaking of what you just said about mm-hmm. the Father's Day gifting. Right. It's crazy because I believe that I used to do that mm-hmm. until I became a man and a father and I mm-hmm. realized that man, that was that was pretty wrong. But mm-hmm. all we see society saying, you know, you have to be the mother and the father. You have right. to wear both hats. But the truth of the matter is mm-hmm. whatever position you're in, mm-hmm. be it single parent or not, mm-hmm. you can only play the role that you are, whatever your gender is. If you're the mother, you can only mm. play the mother role. If you're the father, you can only play the father role. And I think it's sad that women have to do this on their own. Mm. But I would say, if you are in that role, how do you feel about mentoring? Because though you may not have this fatherly person in your life, how do you feel about mentors? If you look for mentors, were, were they like, your uncles, your cousins, just some dudes, your pastors. Where do you, where do you find this from? Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, when you are, you know, as a single parent, I always look for resources. So it's very important to um, know what's out there, what's available to you. You know, because there are resources um, that are out there that can assist you. We did Big Brothers, Big Sisters for a minute. Um, church, you know, my kids were, I brought them up in church. So as far as just seeing men be men to an extent, they saw that at church, you know. Um, uh, for a minute, my brother, uh, was, came in town and lived with us, uh, for a minute. And that was, you know, beneficial also to them, you know. And so just, um, some things, and that's where they begin to build Legos and things like that, you know, that I wasn't doing, you know, mm-hmm. as a mother. And so, in which later on, you know, helped them as far as career and things like that, you know, was a foundation, especially for my son that was, became a physicist. So, um, you know, uh, just those resources, like I said, the um, after-school programs, the Y, whatever you can do that's available out there. Uh, I believe we need more programs geared towards single parents specifically, you know, we don't have that many uh, just geared toward them um, specifically, but um, we do, there are resources. So it's just a matter of finding out as a parent, you know, what looking at your household, looking at what you're needing, you have girls or boys, and then just reaching out for those resources. Okay, I have a question. Mm -hmm. Because I feel, Mm -hmm. maybe just I'm looking at it the wrong Uh way, that especially when it comes to the single mother, Mm -hmm. A lot of y'all are angry. <laughs> and a lot of y'all are angry because, you know, and, and again, I'm not mm-hmm. saying this is a one in one thing, say mm-hmm. every last one, mm-hmm. but a lot of you all are. Mm-hmm. And 
probably rightfully so because right. you've been left in a position mm-hmm. that you know there was another person who partook in this and right. they decided for whatever reason not justifiable mm-hmm. saying but they left right and so i've seen a lot of times the woman is in that mm-hmm. he left us mm-hmm. well granted he did left leave us but he might have just left you mm-hmm. or you know you you're raised now and you just hate dude till you have the the, right. the feminist thing and right. yeah you do it is i don't need a right. man i'm independent and da, 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 da. and i'm not saying that mm-hmm. you can't do anything mm-hmm. on your own because yeah you have a walk you have right. a path that you have to go go down yourself but it's not in that angry woman thing like right. i don't need you uh-huh. from a place of hurt uh-huh. Uh-huh. did you ever go through that and if so how did you come out of it and if not how right. did you not go into that right I, I'm so glad you went there <laughs> uh, yeah absolutely I'm not sure if I ever went there I'm sure I was probably not gonna say angry because I was the one that left so it wasn't a situation where I was you know left um and that was just due to circumstances um yeah, you do have that. You do have those that are angry and take bitterness, you know, and they're, you know, even projecting that on their kids. And that's when I am pushing, especially with my book, I'm encouraging and empowering single parents. Look, you have a vision. You still have a vision, you know, and your kids have a vision, you know, so don't just look at them like I have to raise them. I have to get them to school. I have to put food on the table. And it, you do go into survivor mode, you know, especially if it's a financial you know, issue because you have to look, you're dividing what you're making between if you have one child or two or three, all it has to be divided up. Your time has to be divided up. Your, you know, I would even say your emotions because every child is different has to be divided up. So yes, you do have um, single parents that, um, that actually, I believe that carry that bitterness and you can tell a person just by talking to them and their mentality and their outlook on the future. Um, I know a lot of that didn't, you know, me, myself, I didn't carry it. You know, I'm not going to say I was angry, but I never thank God. And I always thank God for this, that I never, you know, I never was bitter. You know, I never was bitter. I was, what can I do? What's, what's the next step? You know, you know, how can I get them either to a better school or, you know, what program I can find out about? So I didn't carry the bitterness, you know, was there probably unforgiveness for a minute? I'm sure, you know, and God had to, you know, remove that, you know, even though, like I said, I was the one that left, but um, you can find yourself in a place of bitterness and that's what anything, you know, you can be married and have bitterness, Mm -hmm. you know, you know, two parents in the household and we see that every day, but Definitely as a single parent, you know, especially if you're living it every day in the struggle, because the struggle is real. So you find yourself struggling and doing what you feel the other mate should do. But then to a, at a point, you know, you have to realize that I'm wasting my time. Hmm. You know, you can't you can't uh, think for other grown people or make grown people do what grown people should do, right? And so, hmm. you know, at some point you say, you know, I'm wasting my time. How can I use my energy energy, you know, and pour more into my kids. And in the book, I talk about that, you know, not being perfect because you're not going to be perfect. Even a two-parent household is not going to be perfect. So definitely as a single parent, you know, you can throw perfection out the door, you know, 
but you can walk in excellence. And um, how I was able to do that is just by trusting in God, trusting in his word. And that's my story. You know, somebody else might say, well, I've done it. It's a different way. But my the way I was able to overcome that was to actually just, you know, get, dive into the word of God, surround myself with other, you know, men and women of God, you know, that was also a support system and, you know, trust in God, you know, and I'm um, definitely a witness that if you trust in God, then the saying this too shall pass, it shall pass, you know, but our job as a single parent, single mom is to pour those years that you have into your children to pour into them the word, to pour into them, you know, the information that God, you know, downloads to you and to pour into them, you know, the things that they know to become, you know, a young man or a young woman. That's cool. And I like how God is the center of everything, mm-hmm. because like you, I do believe that also. And if you as a parent don't get yourself in order and you're still carrying around this bitterness or whatever or your hopelessness because you feel you can't do this or that, how do you think that would affect your kids? Because although you are the single parent, what's in you, you're pouring into your kids whether you believe that or not. So how important do you think it is for you to get your mind right as a single parent sooner than later so you won't be pouring all these negative vibes in your kids? It's crucial. I mean, we're talking about generational. You know, that's what I'm hearing when you say that. So it's crucial. It's crucial. It's very important that the the parent take care of themselves. You know, you can't pour from an empty cup. You know, I always say that you can't pour from an empty cup. And you cannot, you know, pour from, you don't want to pour from a toxic cup. Because if you pour from that, then you're pouring toxic, you know, toxins into your, your kid. And like I say, as single parents, we're not... Perfect. You know, you may have that day that, you know, on the job you got stressed out, you know, or, you know, things are not going right or you're trying to, what they say, rob people to pay Paul, things like that. You know, you may have those, you know, days, you know, but don't make it a lifestyle. Don't make it a lifestyle, you know, because that's all your kids are going to see. You have to show them something different. You always have to show them something different. And, you may not have, you know, what the Joneses may have. It's not about that. It's about what you have in that household, what you're, you know, your routine, what you're doing, you know, the, being stable as much as you can be, you know, and things like that. And so it's very important that, you know, the mental health, you know, when I talk about keeping your insanity, uh, it is about mental health. Um, I mean, it can be about mental health. I'm talking more from a vision point of view. You know, don't lose yourself. You know, it's insane to lose yourself and lose your future and lose everything. And, you know, just because you're a single parent, you know, and feel like there's no future, you know. And so, but as far as, you know, the mental health part of it is very important because you can't give what you don't have. And you on the book, I talk about just looking at your family as a vision. You should have family goals. You know, okay, what are our goals this year? You know, what are our goals? What are your goals in school? You know, and what are your goals? I know for me, my kids, because they didn't have a father, I always push education. You know, but it's other, you know, other things you can push. Mm-hmm. But I always say, you know, you need an education to get to this step and to, to get to the next step. You know, and so you know, just looking at that, my um, in May, my younger son, he'll be the last one to graduate college. You know, and so, and I'm not saying college is all in all. I'm not saying that, but for them, that was a good stepping stone for them. And so um, 
Uh, definitely the mindset of the of the single parent. But what you have, that single parent may have been raised by another single parent, you know, or they could have been raised by a two-parent household that was toxic, you know. And so whatever was poured into them, tend, they tend to want to pour it into their kids. But at some point, you know, where are you going to stop, you know, the sanity? Okay, to pause you right there. So are you saying that as a single parent, you still promoted dual parenting you still promoted relationship and stuff like that you didn't just like you don't need nobody you could do it yourself you you self made you don't need i need no man you don't need a woman uh, absolutely no i never went there even if even if i thought that i never went there but i never really thought that you know because i i knew yeah you do need it you know so i never said you know just went off uh, on the other parent never did that mm-hmm. you know and i'm not saying that what times i didn't want to <laughs> you know because things that were not done you know uh, that should have been done by the other parent but i never did it i never did it and somewhere down the line i think i heard from somebody say well don't do it or something i read and i just decided not to do it you know because i didn't want to pour that into my kids you know uh, so um, I'm not saying I put them on the pedestal because I didn't either. So it was like kind of none. You know, I just focused on pretty much my kids, the future, you know, things like that. Now, again, in the book, I talk about, you know, not being perfect because there are things that, you know, when I look back, they're like, well, I could have did this more. I could have did that. You, you're going to always do that. Mm-hmm. I could have, I could have, I could have. But the thing is, you did what you knew to do, you know. You did what you're doing, and you do enough of those things that you should do, and then you just pray to God to do the rest. That's good. One thing I like is that you're saying that you have personal vision, and you have, you know, that God placed plans and goals inside of you, because another thing that I see is too much codependency. Like, if I'm with you now, but God forbid something happened to you, you die, we split. Mm -hmm. I don't know what I'm going to do. It's, right. and, and I see a lot of single parents like that who were in a relationship with someone and mm-hmm. then for whatever reason that relationship is no more mm-hmm. and now they're lost because everything they had was that person. Everything they thought was that person. Right. Every vision, everything came from that person. So when they didn't have that person, it was like they didn't have purpose. When in actuality, we all have a individual purpose mm-hmm. that when joined with somebody, it becomes our thing. But... I like how you still noticed and knew that you had a purpose and that God placed something in you. So once you no longer had the other half, that you still had something to strive to and mm-hmm. something to show your kids that, hey, you know, mom is still doing something. Mom is still pushing this. So mm-hmm. was that something that you already knew before you in, before your relationship ended or something you you like, OK, I'm here. Oh, now what? yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Good that you brought, bring that point up. But absolutely, um, I've always, you know, been independent before I even had kids. So it was there. Um, kind of lost that in a relationship, you know, not intentionally. It just happened because of the type of relationship it was. But um, it was always there in me. And so when I, you know, I, in the book I talk about uh, Say It Ain't So and the reality of it all. I actually realized that, oh, okay, I have to raise these kids on my own. And so once you realize that, it's like, what is the game plan? I mean, I know everything because I didn't, you know, it was my first time, you know, raising kids on my own. And, um, but I knew God, 
you know. And so your my focus had to be on a higher power than myself, you know, because if I sat and I looked at what all I needed to do, you just think about it. You got to go to the store, you got to get the groceries, you got to do everything, everything pertaining to your car, everything. You may get help here and there. You know, you have a friend, you may have a family member, but at the end of the day, it's all on your shoulders at the end of the day. And so if you sit and you look at that, you know, and you focus on that, then you focus on whatever you're going through at a time, you know, you can become bitter, you can become uh, dismayed by that, you know, but if your focus is on a higher power on the word of God and on, you know, okay, it's you hope, you know, it's going to get better. You know, you know, what I need to do is actually um, come up with some strategies. And if I don't have the strategies, I need to pray about the strategies. You know, what do I need to do and how do I need to raise these kids? All of them are different. All of them have different personalities. So God, what is the best way? I know you're not going to be perfect again, but what is the best way that I can do this in excellence, you know, to get them to the next level. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if that answers your question. No, 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 no. That's, okay. that's good. And uh, when you are raising kids in a single-parent home, mm-hmm. or while you're planning and mapping out and living your life, mm-hmm. are you still being open to a male coming into the picture? Are you still putting your... Not, saying putting yourself out there, but mm-hmm. making yourself available mm-hmm. to be wooed or courted or whatever the people calling it nowadays, you know, or is it just, can you get so caught up in, I got to do this, I got to do that, I got to do this, right. that you end up just like, man, you know, why am I still single? But it could, could it be that, you know, your focus was so on mm-hmm. this side that you didn't give this side enough time to put yourself out right. there for someone to see you and, right. you know. Well, absolutely. I think uh, I know at some point I had some walls. So that's just, hey, is what it was back then. But yeah, absolutely. You can be so entrenched and just trying to survive and just trying to make it and just trying to, and especially, you know, if you're in a house of faith, you know, okay, well, you don't want to bring people in over your chair. You know, you hear all that. And so if that's your focus, then yeah, you can be too focus on that, you know, and I'm not going to say two, because when I look at the news, when I look at things that are happening, I'm <laughs> like, okay, you know, you know, you do have to be protective at some point, but that does, it do need to be a balance. You know, it does need to be a balance at some point. So I would say some point in my life, yeah, that probably was a case for me. Um, and you can easily get there, especially if you're trying to, you know, just continuously um, strive and focus you know, just, you know, being in survival mode and raising, you know, uh, children in the home. Okay. A question that mm-hmm. may be on some people's mind. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. Uh-huh. Is Colette kind of single and available? Oh, absolutely. Okay, That's, that was back in the day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. Single and available. Absolutely. Okay. Definitely. So, man, don't be half-stepping. You know, I'm not going to go run on, jump on Tinder, nothing like that. But, <laughs> no, you know, swipe, no swiping to the left. No swiping like. to the left. <laughs> nothing. You know, there may be another hindrance. I don't know, but I'm not about, you know, I'm not. There, okay. so, but absolutely. Okay, yeah. just just let it be known. Yeah, you know, I had to get out, put put that out there. Put oh, that. yeah, absolutely. It's one thing about put, having your own show, you can put people on the spot. Yeah, <laughs> I, it's just harder because you know when you you know living in a certain way, it's more difficult. Yeah, as a married person, <laughs> uh-huh. 
I see my single friends and I see the world. Mm-hmm. And I'm not jealous of you all at all mm-hmm. because it is so, if I had to be single right mm-hmm. now, I, I don't know what I'd do. Wow. So I commend, I commend you all because the dating scene, I've been married 13 years, 13 mm-hmm. years ago versus mm-hmm. now right. is totally different. Totally. People's values are yeah. totally different nowadays. So I commend people who have to search through and i saying people are horrible mm-hmm. now i don't want people right, to think oh you're right. just down talking people no right but it, it's different yeah so and being a man speaking to other men seeing the mindset mm-hmm. that men have is like wow mm-hmm. you know while there are good men out there a lot of them Absolutely. due to being raised in single parent uh-huh. homes Waking up, mm-hmm. seeing everything. Men are dogs. Men, boys will be mm-hmm. boys. Or you just this. You ain't gonna ever be nothing. You just like your daddy. You all this. Mm-hmm. Not using that as an excuse to give somebody a reason to not do what they're supposed to do. Right. But when you're trained up to be nothing right. from birth, right. when you become a man going out there to seek a woman, mm-hmm. you don't even know how to be a man yourself. All you know is what you've been told. Exactly. So. A thing for me is empowering men and raising men up mm-hmm. and realizing that, hey, you might not have had the perfect dad. You might not have mm-hmm. had a role model or mm-hmm. anything. However, there's still a standard for you as a man. And that when you take on God and you allow him to birth himself in you mm-hmm. and you begin to see, OK, this is what I need to do to be a man. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter what I'm seeing. Mm-hmm. This is what I need to do. So when I do approach mm-hmm. a woman, I know how to approach her from a place of, like you say, not perfection. Because right. being a man, is you're learning something Absolutely. new every yeah. every day. Yeah. And then it goes into being a husband, which, right. you, which is a completely different thing. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just like, I can say that from my standpoint. Right. So again, I... <laughs> Hats off to single parents. Hats off to single parents. What do you say, or have you ever thought about this? What do you say to single people mm-hmm. to, not saying put themselves in a position to be single parents because sometimes it's not your fault. Right. But the world we live in now, people wilding. People just yeah. out there, what they call it, living their best mm-hmm. life. And a lot of times what they consider living their best life mm-hmm. It results in them having a child with someone they're not married to. Right, right. How? What do you say to the, since you're a woman, to the single woman who's living in this world who's saying sex, 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 mm-hmm. party, 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 mm-hmm. sex, sex, and that's all you see, mm-hmm. but nothing that's focusing on relationship mm-hmm. is all about you go, girl. You proud. You this. You don't mm-hmm. need. You don't need a man. You may want a baby, have a baby, but you don't need a man mm-hmm. with you. What do you say again to a woman who's been raised in this culture? Yeah, that's yeah, it's wilding out out there. <laughs> it's wilding out out there, but yeah, and I'm glad you brought that up. Um, totally different terrain we live in. Totally different. Um, just, just sometimes you know it can be over the top, but it's the norm for those that are coming up in the, in this era, you know. But for us, we knew. Before, you know, when I knew you before, you know, Mm -hmm. so I would say definitely um, think about your future, you know, think about your future. If you're, you know, you have people that choose to be a single parent, you know, 
They they choose to be a single parent, don't want to be tied down to anybody, things like that. And so um, I would say think about your future, think about your child's future. Um, if you have that choice and you are not yet a single parent, then you need to sit down and you need to think about, okay, think about the cost, definitely, mm-hmm. you know, think about, you know, your future, you know, and think about, you know, the the pros and the cons of it. Because there are cons, and, you know, if you say there are pros, there are pros to it, but believe me, there's a lot of cons to it. The ups and the downs, that's what I mean. And so in today's society, it's like, you know, the uh, feminist movement have pushed us into, you know, well, I can do everything. I personally am not that female, <laughs> you know. I... <laughs> I am not that female, you know, when I say been there, done that, keeping your sanity while seeing a parenting, is not to promote you uh, being a superwoman. And I talk about that in the book. It's not about you being a superwoman. It's, you know, that, that gets old. It's not about you saying you can do just what a man can do. You know, it's a reason you're a man and it's a reason, I mean, he, you know, he's a man and you're a woman. It's a reason for that, you know, even though we gloss over it and now we have, you know, um, you know, whatever as far as identity, but there's a reason, you know, and um, I I do believe that as women, because of the feminist movement, it has pushed us into, you know, that and instead of the man and the woman complement each other, you know, you're competing, you know, and God didn't intend that, mm-hmm. you know, you're supposed to compliment, you know, you know, everybody's treated with respect, that's how it should be, you know, and playing their perspective roles, you know, or whatever. Um, but at the end of the day, um, yeah, with the culture being like it is, um, there are things that come from that. There's repercussions, there's consequences, you know. And so we have to look at that as society as a whole and uh, as an individual, then you need to look at it uh, where I want to be 10 years from now. You know, mm-hmm. if I decide or if I have this, because if you get with someone unprotected, you're deciding to have a child, basically. You know, I don't care what you say. You can say, oh, it was an accident. No, you're <laughs> yeah. deciding to have a child. You know, that's what happens when you, you know, do that. And so um, you have to ask yourself, okay, where I want to be in 10 years? So if I have this child, what I'm going to have to do more of to be there? You know, and I think if you really think and sit down and think about it, okay, now I got to pay daycare. Okay, now I have to make this amount of money. What if I don't make that amount of money? You know, and things like that. So... That's yeah. how we look at it. Yeah, that's funny that you say that, especially about the feminist thing, because I remember I was in a situation where I was at the airport and I saw a woman. She had this like stupid big bag mm-hmm. and she was attempting to pick it up. And so I was like, oh, I went over there to help her mm-hmm. to put it on the thing. And she jumped off of me. I don't need no man to help me. The same thing you could do, I could do. I don't need a man. I could oh, do it myself. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh, hold on, ma'am. I say, I'm not saying anything that you need me for, because mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure if I wasn't here, mm-hmm. you could get it yourself. Right. However, when a man is present, there are some things you should not have to do. Right. And I was like, this is just a bag. Right. And you're struggling. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, wow. And even some of the women around her was like, are you tripping? Mm-hmm. But that's the mindset that people have, and because... Clearly, something had happened to her to where she felt mm-hmm. that she'd been abandoned by some male somewhere mm-hmm. because I'm like, it's, it's just the bag. Right, right. <laughs> but she right. had some real emotion behind issues. that. Right. 
And I was just like, oh, my God. And I always bring up the example of Beyonce Mm -hmm. (laughs) because here it is. You know, Beyonce has this crazy following. She's Mm -hmm. she's supposed to be the head of a feminist movement and all Mm -hmm. the women. She pride in single ladies, single Mm -hmm. ladies, but yet went home to her husband, even when he cheated. Did she leave? She worked it out (laughs) and she went back home. So even at the core of that, she still knows that, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm not trying to be out here mm-hmm. by myself and right. doing this. I could work on it. And she was in a position to where if she would have left, Absolutely. she's taken care of for yeah. the rest of her life. Her right. kids are taken care of for right. the rest of her life, right. for the rest of their lives. But yet and still, while she mm-hmm. to the left, to the left and mm-hmm. in single ladies, she has enough sense to yeah. go home work out her family mm-hmm. stuff. It didn't matter what people were saying in the news. Absolutely. And get her family right. All right. Because she didn't want to be right. a single lady. All right. So. All right. Absolutely. And I think it goes back to thinking for yourself, you know, because you can follow the culture, you know, but you have to at some point, how does this going to affect me? And it's nothing wrong with being single. Mm-hmm. Let's get that out there because I think that's another issue that we had. Well, I think. Back in the day, he was like, oh, you're a certain age. Let me, you know, you, you know, pushing you to get married or whatever. It's nothing wrong with being single if you decide to do that, especially if you're, you know, living a certain way, you know, uh, and you decide, hey, this is what I'm deciding. I'm giving service, you know, to God or whatever. To God. I mean, that's not me, but <laughs> if I'm giving my service, you know, to God or whatever, and it doesn't bother you in that way. It's nothing wrong with that. But to have that attitude, especially if you have kids, then I think it's kind of selfish, You know, um, and I think at some point as, you know, as a single parent, you know, you, if you've been there a while, you may get to that point where it's like, you know, probably not vocally like she did it, the lady did it with you, Mm -hmm. but you know, you used to doing things on your own, you know, you didn't want to do them on your own, but because you were put in that position after a while, some years, you just used to doing it. So it do take, you know, time to, to unravel that. I would say, but definitely I think the feminist movement and all of that, you know, um, it, it helped cause a lot of this. Um, but yeah, women, I I feel are definitely strong. You know, I know they say it's the weaker vessel, but it's like, uh, we're pretty strong, Mm -hmm. you know, because I don't know if a man can have a baby. I don't think so. You know, no desire to have a baby. Exactly. If it was up to me to have kids. The race would end. Right, right. <laughs> and so, yeah, they're pretty strong. So, you know, but because of other outside influences, circumstances, then, you know, it causes them to come, I per se, in some cases, the weaker vessel. But definitely, I think thinking for yourself and knowing, you know, the word and knowing how things should have been versus what the culture is feeding you on. This is how it is. And even though you look around and it looks like this is how it is, doesn't mean this is how it should be. Yeah, you know, it's that, that's not how we do it no more. That's old fashioned. Mm-hmm. That's back in the day. And <laughs> tying back to the the angry single person, mm-hmm. stop putting out there, well, at least I feel, mm-hmm. stop putting out there that all men are this. They ain't no good. Or if you're a single dude right. saying women ain't nothing mm-hmm. and that. The ones you come across mm-hmm. <laughs> and have encountered mm-hmm. are like this. Right. Not all, because like the woman mm-hmm. who told me about the bag, we have to realize that 
just because I have encountered these things, that doesn't mean that's how society is. Because it's funny, I'm reading a book now, and it's had a statement in that say, like attracts like. However you are, that's what you attract. Mm -hmm. So when you look around in your circle, and your circle is filled with bitter people, whether Mm -hmm. you're a man or a woman, Mm -hmm. then you really have to reevaluate yourself because people say, well, everybody I know this a relationship well you really need to change your circle (laughs) because if the only thing people around you are people in your current condition and i'm not saying people in any current condition are bad especially being single Uh because that's not like a disease or anything but maybe you need to look Mm -hmm. for something else and in this technology age I remove the excuse of mm-hmm. ignorance. Right. Because you pull out yourself. Back in the day growing up, you had to wait for the encyclopedia man mm-hmm. <laughs> to come knock <laughs> on the door. Or you had to literally go to a library. Right. You had to literally go mm-hmm. to school. You pull out your phone mm-hmm. and you have access to everything. everything. So you mean to tell me? You figured out the latest dance before the song even came out. You know every word to every song. You know how to twerk. You know how to pop. On you know how to make drugs, you know how to do all this, but mm-hmm. you didn't know that you know mm-hmm. having sex unprotected would have got you a kid. Right. You didn't know that, and I'm like that excuse. We can no longer give that excuse. Right. So education mm-hmm. is a is a big thing, and it's mm-hmm. good that you have this book because it's going to educate some. Mm-hmm. It's going to get put in the hand mm-hmm. of someone. Preferably, I and this is just me speaking, mm-hmm. before they get to that point where they're raising a kid by themselves to right. see your experiences and whatnot and realize, you know what? Mm-hmm. Let's not shoot for this mm-hmm. because relationship isn't an aim. You see, in Hollywood, a lot of people just get together and have kids. Right. Relate. Relationship is no part of that. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know, we're having our third kid. <laughs> oh, when y'all got married? We didn't. <laughs> we're just co-parenting right. just by choice. All right. And I'm like, oh, interesting, interesting. So <laughs> I maybe I'm looking at it wrong. I wouldn't like to raise my kids without my mm-hmm. wife. Maybe that's the hip thing. Is you know? It's, yeah, I mean, like I said, we live in a society. You can choose. A lot of people are choosing to be, you know, single parents. Whatever, you know, that's your choice for whatever reason to be a single parent. I'm speaking to those that um, didn't choose it, mm-hmm. you know, or it's like, like I say, I feel like if you, um, like I don't want someone unprotected, but then you're choosing it. You're basically choosing it. You know, it's just a matter of time. You're choosing it. But um, and but you decide, oh, I didn't mean, I really didn't want this to happen. So that's, and you find yourself in a situation or you just find yourself in a situation due to circumstances as a single parent. And so that's you know, kind of the audience that um, my uh, book is for. And so basically what I'm saying is that you, you need to think. You know, we don't think that that's because, you know, everybody's on the TV, everybody's on the YouTube. We have other people thinking for us. And when you have other people thinking for you or making decisions for you, then you find yourself in situations, you know, that you later down five years from there or two years from there, whatever, you say, wow, how, how did I get here? You know, mm-hmm. how did I get here with these kids, you know, as a single parent? Then, like you say, some people become bitter, you know, with that. And that's what we see a lot, you know. And so you're becoming bitter. You pull that into your kids. And then you say, well, how does kid get to this situation? What are they doing? This, you know, we, we watch TV, we watch the news, you know. 
because it's that bitterness that was there, you know, and nobody never came back and really loved on that child or really showed, you know, they, they're still growing, you know, or showed them the way, you know, at the age that they are. And so I would just say that, you know, as a single parent, you just need to very, you know, the, the book is to inspire and to encourage and empower single parents where you are, whether you're just starting or whether you've been in the race for a while. And if you look at it, and I, from a certain perspective, because I believe perspective is everything, mm-hmm. is how you look at it, you know, not the statistics, you know, not none of that, but it's how you look at it. And that's the reason, you know, I believe the word of God is so powerful because it takes you to another perspective than what the world gives you or what your circumstances say to you. So even though I don't see it, you know, I'm struggling, you know, I'm trying to, you know, pay these bills and I'm trying to keep food on the table and it's a struggle. Guess what? Because of the word of God, you know, actually, you know, uh, say that God has plans for you like Jeremiah, you know, 29, 11 and um, Ephesians 3.20, he can do exceedingly abundantly above, you know, anything that you can actually think. You know, you begin to uh, engraft that into your heart. And once you engraft that into your heart, then you begin to think different. You know, so no matter what statistics say, because you look at those statistics of single parenthood, it's just like horrible, right? Very much. Yeah. And then you look at, you know, uh, how they stay in single parents, especially a single mom, you know, when they are the ones that are, you know, staying the course matters what, you know, the issue is they're staying the course and raising those kids a lot by themselves, you know. So kudos and hats out to, you know, a lot of the single moms and the single fathers that are doing it. So, um, yeah, so just be empowered to know and have a vision, have goals, and to know you can do all things through Christ, you know. So I think once you get that, and I think a lot of people don't have that, you know, and so they just look at their situation and they're looking at, you know, doing everything in your own strength. So when you have that, then you can't have but sometimes to be bitter. It's funny, speaking of statistics, because I've looked at statistics mm-hmm. for fatherless homes and mm-hmm. they're pretty dismal. Mm-hmm. And thinking about statistics, is there a good statistic? <laughs> statistics right? always yeah. measure bad stuff. Mm-hmm. One in six men has AIDS. Mm-hmm. Two in 12 women are going <laughs> to die before 30. You're like, well, how about we say 12 out of mm-hmm. 15 people live past this? Right. And, and that's crazy. And speaking of the single parent home from the female perspective, mm-hmm. I'm looking at the stuff because there's this thing that I'm not sure if it's a, a medical term or a, psycholog- or a psychological term called father wound. Oh, okay. And it's something that you have mm-hmm. when you are raised in a household mm-hmm. that doesn't have a father in it. Mm-hmm. And it's I, in my own research, I found it's two types of fatherless homes. It's the absentee dad who's just literally mm-hmm. not there and then you have a shell dad who's there right but they're not really they might as well not be there and i found out that the shell dad is worse because growing up i had cousins and whatnot who mm-hmm. i saw their dad in the home mm-hmm. and i would be jealous because my dad is mia mm-hmm. to this day i don't know him but then i realized as i got older that though he was there he was not pouring into them or being that fatherly role. And mm-hmm. I think, I was like, man, you had it worse because at least when I wake up, there's nobody there that I'm like hoping that mm-hmm. today is the day that he pours into me mm-hmm. while you have this dude sitting there and he's just, mm-hmm. you know, passive with you. So my charge now to 
men is to we we have to do better because mm-hmm. I want to end. Not saying single parenting because some things are not necessarily it could be death or something mm-hmm. like that. Something mm-hmm. just completely just out out right. of you know people's control. But I want to end unnecessary single parenting mm-hmm. because there is no oops. How did this happen? Mm-hmm. What you mean? How did this happen? Right. You know, one plus one equals two. Right. In this case, three. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, so we we need to have more people like yourself mm-hmm. writing books, educating mm-hmm. people. Because until you know, you don't know. Mm-hmm. But what we need to be aware of is that you need to know that there are things that you don't know. Right. <laughs> And begin to seek those things out. And men, I charge you, we have to stand against what society says. We have to look past the men are dogs and this, that, and the other. Mm-hmm. And to a point, have an understanding of when you come across that bitter woman, mm-hmm. she's bitter because she was placed in a position that she didn't ask to be in. All right. So what is it that we can do? to show women that chivalry is not dead, that there are mm-hmm. still good men in the world, that there are good God-following mm-hmm. God following men in the world, and that's going to take us to say, you know what? Mm-hmm. I've been tripping. Mm-hmm. I have not been a man. I've been an adult male, right, but I'm not right, a man because right. I didn't realize I wasn't a man for a while. And right. you're like, man, I was tripping. <laughs> and once you come to that conclusion, mm-hmm. and it's going to take some boldness because... Mm-hmm. You're going to have to stand out amongst your boys and be like, man, I'm not going to be able to do it. You don't have right. to be laughed at. You don't have to get shunned and ostracized. And it's, it's pretty lonely when you decide to right. do right. right. However, God, once he sees that you are truly saying, hey, I'm making this stand, mm-hmm. he's going to bring you godly friends because now I have godly friends. Right. I have godly men around me who are pouring into me, who are on my level, mm-hmm. and then I'm taking that and I'm pouring into the youth and I get a lot of that man that's just old we don't do it like that anymore mm-hmm. we doing this and we doing that <laughs> I was watching well no somebody showed me this thing guys what's who's that what's her name Jada Pinkett she had that uh-huh. show on Facebook uh-huh. and her daughter <laughs> and her mother's mm-hmm. on there and they brought up this thing that I had never heard of in my mm-hmm. life called a throuple throuple okay is where we are in a relationship me and well, it was a dude and two women mm-hmm. at that point, and we're choosing. It's mm-hmm. our mm-hmm. choice. Mm-hmm. And Jada's mom was like, yeah, I'm not happy. I don't feel that at all. Right. But then Willow, mm-hmm. I believe her name was mm-hmm. like, yeah, that's how we do it because we're exercising our right to choice. Who says that you have to be in a relationship with one person and devote your life? Mm-hmm. We're using our choice to say, I'm okay with being in a relationship with them. Mm-hmm. Which I was like, oh, yeah, I'm not with that at all. But it's the fact of how we're being raised, and that's the norm nowadays. Yeah. So people out there who have books in them to write who are afraid that people won't listen, Mm -hmm. people will listen. Right. No one's going to listen to what you don't put out. Mm -hmm. So I commend you, Miss Connor, for even taking that stand to say, you know what? God placed something in me and my experience is Mm -hmm. something that I need to put out there so other women can know that because you're in this state for whatever Mm -hmm. reason, Mm -hmm. that's not the end. There is life, you know, during single parenting Mm -hmm. and after single parenting, you know, so. So, yeah, so. Right. Absolutely. Um, Yeah. And I'm glad you brought that question up about the shell dad because you can have a dad in the home not being a dad, you know, not because he wasn't taught 
how to be a dad, you know? And so, yeah, we have that too. Cause I've heard even married people say, well, I feel like I'm a single parent, you know, even though the bills are getting paid, but they're doing everything else, you know, things mm-hmm. like that. And so, you know, as you bring up, you know, the culture again, um, you know, it is what it is. You know, we, we're living in a time where, you know, you just do what you do what you feel like you want to do, you know, and people are going to you're going to have people that choose that. And that's just it. You have people that choose that. But at the end of the day, if you definitely if you're a believer and definitely, you know, if you're saying that I'm following God, I'm following in Christ, then there are there's a standard. There's a same way. Not that you are perfect. At all, we all, you know, may fall, but there's a standard to even reach for. You know, you don't just lie down and say, okay, whatever they bring. And five years from now, it might be something totally different. Ten years from now, totally different, you know, because, you know, man never stops. You know, they're always coming up with something, right? Okay. And so uh, I just believe that um, there's a standard, you know, because without that standard, you're tossed to and fro. And that's what's happening. You know, you're tossed to and fro. You don't know what to believe. So somebody can tell you, oh, this is, this is what it is. Or, you know, or you go over here, this is what it is. Or this is what it is, not this, you know. And so if you have that standard, that foundation, that's when I found it very important to raise my kids in the church. You know, I made that, that was a decision. It's a conscious decision. Not that they would grow up perfect, because they're not, you know. But I just feel like it would give them some type of foundation, you know, and then once they get to a certain age, and I talk about once they're out of the block blocks, I talk about that in the book, meaning, you know, once they decide to, you know, okay, I'm going to do something different, you know, than what I was taught, or I'm of age where I can do something different, put it that way. Mm-hmm. And newsflash parents, kids do grow up, you know, <laughs> so once they get, you know, of legal age, you know, you can always be there and you can always be an influence, but they're going to make their own decisions, you know. And so our prayer is that they make the right decision, you know, that they, you know, seek God, you know. And we know everybody has a journey, you know, whether it's in parenthood, whether it's something else. Everybody has a, you know, as they say, a cross to bear, right? Mm-hmm. And so um, as far as the culture, you know, the way that it's set up, you know, it would only produce, you know, probably more single parents, you know, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Um, so my mission and my purpose, you know, in life is to empower those single parents, to encourage them, you know, and to let them know to look beyond their circumstance is more than, you know, just what the culture is saying and, you know, what you're seeing, you know, in uh, surrounded, what you're surrounded by, that there's a future, you know, hopefully there's a legacy, you know, if, you know, one day you leave that your kids can you know, look at, and then they can grow from, and they can teach their kids, you know, and then they, you know, can actually um, just pass down purpose, you know, because everybody has a purpose. Mm-hmm. And so have a vision for your children, have a vision for you, where you want to go, what type of people you're trying to raise, you know, children that are compassionate, that are loving, you know, again, you can only pour into, you know, you are an influence, but your kids have many influences, besides the parent. And so also is that for parents to forgive yourselves, you know, forgive yourselves. You, you did what you felt you could do or what you knew. That's what you did. You know, hopefully, you know, <laughs> hopefully that was the case for that parent. And I'm just really speaking to the single parent, mm-hmm. you know, so anything else, anything that was lacking, hey, you know, how uh, can you say, hey, it's on God? It's on, on God. God. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. One thing. 
I want to get rid of is for the culture. Okay. I despise that. Yeah. Like you're saying, because the culture is, that's not really great. Because mm-hmm. what if the culture goes against what you believe in? What if the culture, uh, so unless you have a kingdom culture, then mm-hmm. it's basically just no. Don't do it for the culture, do it for the faith. Right. Because whatever culture you're in, if you do it for the faith, then you'll thrive in that. So, so yeah. It's New Year. What's this? The sixth or? Six. Six days into this new year, I hope that people are taking what was said and we are making attempts and we are doing what it takes for us to do better. We are educating ourselves. It's so many things out there that people are doing. We have podcasts. We have books. We have shows. YouTube is good for something other than watching people play with toys, watching people play games. And there are some really good things on YouTube. There are uh, a lot of free resources that people have and also don't be cheap invest in yourself support people pour into their ministry like the book been that done that pour into her she put her time and effort into that and those are her experiences pour into these things like that stop looking for stuff that's free stop it because if you do something you know you want somebody to support you so before we go, how can we reach you if people want the book? Do you have anything else coming out? How do we? What's going on with, with you right now? Right, absolutely. Um, they can reach me at www.colatconnor.com. I am doing you know some revamping. We'll be pretty soon as far as the website, but they can reach me there. Um, mm-hmm. Also, they can reach me on my Gmail. Send me an email. Um, ctconnor51 at gmail.com. Um, yeah, right now I'm just, um, uh, actually, uh, hitting some podcasts, um, about to actually begin a blog, uh, actually Mm -hmm. this week. And so I'm excited about that, you know, and some other things I want to do, uh, as far as definitely a podcast. So, uh, um, one thing about purpose is that you have to make sure you're in the vein of God. And so at one point I thought I was going to start a podcast on one thing. And God's like, why are you jumping off of this thing of parenthood? Because I'm like, I don't want to be just in that niche, you know. But he has brought me back full circle to just, you know, dealing with this right now. And so that's what the podcast would actually be about. And so more Mm -hmm. information be coming as far as the launch on things like that. And also Mm -hmm. working on uh, actually a a book, a children's book, actually. Mm -hmm. Actually, it's complete. I'm just uh, uh, actually being in contact right now with the... uh, and actually, illustrator. So, yeah. Okay, so, okay. some things coming down the pipe. Yeah. Okay. Your current book, where can I get it from? Uh, the current book, again, it's on my website, uh, Um, It's there. Also, you know, you can PayPal me at PayPal slash, you know, um, okay. the PayPal. You want it, she right. told you where it's, where it's at. Go to the website, collectconnor.com. Go there. Get the book. Get the book. I'm pretty sure if you, nowadays we Google people. If you Google her, she's going to pop up. So go ahead and do that. And I hope you all have goals. You know, it's good that you're pouring into and getting the resources from other people. But hopefully this empowers you to start working on what it is you're supposed to be doing, whatever you've gone through, whatever you have survived, that is God telling you that that's your ministry. So if you come from a single parent home, if you were 
abused, molested, whatever it is, that is your ministry that you are, that you should begin to pour into other people because if you survived it and came out, you could show other people how they could come out. So here we are. Okay, and also they can, you know, reach me at paypal.me forward slash Colette Connor. Okay, that's get the book, support it. And until next time, I want to thank you for, of all the shows in all the world, you chose to come on to mine. So we appreciate it. Again, this is Gabe with Weapons of War Podcast. You can connect with me at wildpod1 at gmail.com. Begin to shoot me emails on what you want the shows to be about, what you like, what you don't like. And and we could go there. 2020, we have some big things coming. Until next time, we out. Peace.